<laughs> hey. hey, I like how I pretend like I can hear the beat, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you were close. You were close. I, I, I think I was. I think I was. Based off what you guys were saying, I think I was. <laughs> Just like I made the beat. Yeah, I, I, you, yeah. You could have been like, I made the beat. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's supposed it's for, to follow it's me. Forever. It's forever within me. <laughs> yeah. It plays. It plays to my rhythm. Whenever. Yeah, exactly. Oh. There you go. There you go. It, it adjusts for me. I don't adjust for it. And right, also, um, fork, uh, street forks you, is that it? <laughs> Wait, what? You don't know that joke? I know the Wait, the, the old Russian jokes were like, lamp turns you off. Yeah, well, no, yeah, and, 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 and uh, there's like a census or a family guy joke. It's like, in Russia, fork uh, street forks you. So that's Yakov. That, what's, what's his that, name? That? There's a Russian comedian whose name was Yakov. Mini mission at the beginning of this episode. Hello, all. Yakov Smirnov. That sounds made up. <laughs> it is made up. Let me see his face. Yeah, Yakov Smirnov was a comedian, and he was the one that came and that whole like, you know, that Simpsons joke and all those yeah. jokes all come from him doing his original stand-up, which was like, you know, in Russia everything's backwards. Ah. Light turns you off. And that was the educational section of <laughs> that's go. canon. Yeah, so if you guys want to look this guy, because he, he's an 80s comedian. He was he started in 83, the year I was born. And he's what was been his name again, you said? Yakov Smirnov, Y-A-K-O-V, and then Smirnov, the way it's spelled. And he's, uh, okay. he's originally from Russia. Or his uh, real name is Yakov Namovich Pokhis. Um, some people who might know Night Court might know him as, um, he was the Russian guy on Night Court. He would no always way. show up. That's I'm, funny. I love Night Court. Yeah, Night Court was the the guy. The judge died not too long. Yeah, ago, Harry. Very sad. Yeah, he passed away recently, which was kind yeah. of. Uh, and I say recently. Um, we, we want to remind everybody these episodes are recorded months in advance from when they air, because uh, we release these every two weeks. So this episode and the the next episode are probably going to be recorded on the same day, and you guys are going to get them in months from now. And you're going to be like, "Holy mackerel! Why are they talking about Harry Anderson?" It is. It is. June now. Yeah, it's June now for June us. June 2018. But so we're gonna tell you right now. Oh, you know what? We should do a segment called predictions, and just like <laughs> random predictions, just like you know, you'll you'll be listening to this in October and be like, by now, Trump has left office. You know, like something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, just random predictions, and if any of them come true. We're oracles. Yeah, I was gonna say we win something, but yeah, there's nothing for you guys. You, you, the fans would have to decide if you want to send us money for that one. Yeah, that's true. We, we're gonna start a Patreon. Yeah, page. just a Patreon page where you <laughs> donate a dollar for every right answer. For every right answer, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so, all right, guys. So this um, is that's canon, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in. This is gonna be a, a pretty awesome episode. This is a comic selected by Dave over here. Dave. Hello. I'll let you introduce yourself first. And uh, Dave of uh, SquaredIdea.com, uh, co-writer of Trinity that I do with the magnificent Chris Nicholson. And yeah, just about that. That's all I'm going to go with this time. And I'm Brian Ooh. Doc Holiday. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Brian Holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A-E. And I'm one of the four hosts of the show Geektastic Cypher, considered one of the best podcasts in Montreal. Toby. The next guy up, batter up, Toby. You can follow me on Instagram at that fit dude. 
Uh, that's pretty much all you need to know. I feel like this might have to be the last episode we start out with intros. They should probably know who we are by now if they are listening. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel that's fair. Yeah, because yeah, we're at this point, you guys are like 10 episodes in, maybe 11. Yeah. And we've introduced ourselves. So we're just going to start saying our names. And at the end of the episode, if anything, we'll yeah. end off with little shout outs yeah. here and there. I, I, we got we got to do our promo plugs for all those people. Yeah, exactly. Giving exactly, us those exactly. bags of money. Oh wait, yeah, no bags. <laughs> <laughs> and sponsors. We need sponsors. More yeah, sponsors, yeah. please. All the sponsors in the world. Give, give. That was me doing some more Yakov. Yeah. So guys, we're gonna be starting it off. Our first segment that we do every week: the elevator pitch. Remember, we are doing Despicable Deadpool 2017. This is issues 287 to 291. And don't worry, if you are looking to see if there are issues 1 through 286, those don't exist. <laughs> or they do, but they do, but they're technically like Renumbered. issue like 45 or something yeah. like that. This is one of those epic moments where uh, DC Marvel do it sometimes where they're getting close to like their 500 or their 1,000th issue. And they're like, oh, this guy did so many comic books, so we're going to just change, change the, it's the numbering. So the, yeah, so we get more dollars. So is it because they're leading up to 300? Was 300 a big thing? Because you're, you've you read ahead. I, I'm not I'm not caught up to date. Oh, I'm you're not? Okay. Pack. I've been reading too many of these comic books now. <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys are trying to look uh, follow this along, this is volume one, technically, as it's referred to. Uh, Despicable Deadpool 2017. It's issues 287 through 291. Written by Jerry Duggan. Is that you? D-U-G-G-A-N. Yeah, and uh, penciler Scott Koblish. And if I mispronounce those by October when you're listening to this, trust me, I figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a prediction? (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the predictions. You guys can message me when this episode comes out and ask me to record me saying it again, if anything. Brian's starting training right after this song. Names names are hard to pronounce sometimes. Oh, yo, yeah. legit. I'm not even. <laughs> when I used to host my radio show, I used to always tell the, like, I'd interview people, and my first thing would be like, and I'll let you introduce yourself so I don't screw up your name. <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> every time. You're like, you're reading, you're like, that's too many syllables. Because <laughs> there, there's, like, one hip-hop artist in Montreal that I've known for a while, Karma Achika. He only goes by Karma now, but he used to use his full name, and I could never pronounce Achika properly. Because it's like A-T-C... And are you doing it right now? Yeah, right now I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> like, but he's I, actually brutalizing the name. <laughs> but back in the day, I used to always say his name wrong, and I also used to misspell his name regularly. So I remember one time I got really mad at myself, and I just kept rewriting it, like typing it in and saying it, because I would listen to how he said it, and then I would repeat it. So shout out to Karma if, uh-huh. he's, if he's listening to this one. So uh, this is future Brian talking, but past Brian said, you know what? If you listen to this 10 years from now, I would. <laughs> uh, some time, time travel. travel. Speaking of time yeah, travel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, I so jumping that. into this that. one, the elevator pitch. So this one, Deadpool kills Cable's parts one and two. Deadpool's going back to his vile beginnings as a mercenary and wanted killer. No more being a hero, no more X-Men, no more Avengers. And if he wants to break bad again, what's more despicable than killing your best friend? Cable better get ready because his old friend Wade has him in the crosshairs. So, yeah. Who wants to go first on their own uh, elevator pitch? Mm. I'll do I think guys- what we should let the, the, the guy who's more closely related to the Merc <laughs> okay. have, a, have a chance to, uh, you know, speak his mind. It's not like I'm wearing his shirt or have my yeah, yeah. Instagram <laughs> hashtag Merc underscore with a mouth. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, I guess the elevator pitch would be if I was talking to someone. So Deadpool's gotten sick and tired of being a goody good. He's tired of having, well, he's he's tired of being responsible for his family, although that ends up 
always falling to his lap. So this would be him going back to his old ways, mixed with finding out the true love-hate relationship between him and Cable that is fueled by strife. That's how I do it. Okay. Tobes, you want to take it? Uh, okay. Do you know who Deadpool is? Now, do you want to see Deadpool killing his best friend? That's it. That's literally what this comic book is about. That's all. There's no talking. There's, the talking is during like shooting scenes and and him cutting people's heads off. It's just like commentary that on great. what you're great. seeing. That's all it is. It's Deadpool killing his best friend uh, and time travel. That's 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 all I can say here. I don't I don't want to give too much away before we talk about the story. So yeah, at one point when I was looking at it, I was just like, I think my elevator pitch would be, um, Greg, uh, Duggan. Uh, like I'd be like, if I could get someone like Greg Duggan to write it, I'd ask him, can you write a comic from the perspective of a five year old who's done acid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I would say. Write the it's, comic it's from the perspective just... of a child who's done acid. Yeah, the frame is sort of a mess. It's, 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 it's so much happening in this comic book. Yeah, yeah, that was in terms right. of like what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that too. Yeah, the art too. Actually, I meant more just the the story itself. But you're right. Even the art, oh, yeah, it's in all some over ways, feels like a child on acid just took a crayon and went. <laughs> and and, and funny seeing. enough, this is not this is not an insult. It's no, kind no, of just, it's like, very accurate. It's, it's just so much given. Like as you're reading, you're like, wow, there's a lot happening. Yeah. You know, you're, you're constantly thinking that, and then by the time it's over, you're like, it was. It's a fast ride. Yeah. Each issue, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a quick, quick ride. By the time it's done, you're like, huh? You got the gist of it, and I, not also again, not an insult. I don't need to go back to read it because it was so straightforward. Yeah. It was like, this is it, and this is the end, next one. That's pretty much what I got from each That's issue. Fair. This That's is fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Fun. So, yeah, guys, that is our elevator pitch. Thank you for that. And we are going to continue into our next segment. This one is Judgment Call. This week, it is myself and Toby. We are going to be taking our judgments Yo. to the judge. Dave, I'll let you continue. All right. Well, it's, as always, main event of the evening. It's the chance for two combatants to fight for the right for their character to be in the spotlight. It's our classic head-to-head where two people judge two characters that have basically been either underutilized or not had their, their due. You get to argue for about three minutes to argue your point. Then we each give each competitor one minute to trash down the other person's point. It could go from trashing down the character, his family, trashing the other person if you want as far as I care I don't really care and then uh, the judgment the, the judge makes the call and with that I'm just going to debate which who's getting first dibs on the, the rounds here and I think Toby's still doing a bit of research so I'm going to let Brian be the uh <laughs> the first Wait, so he's I'm got, getting he's penalized. And you get penalized because of your dang encyclopedia. Yeah. No one can see this, but he has an encyclopedia. Sorry, he doesn't have <laughs> a. He has several encyclopedias that he busts out every time. He's like, yeah, I'm doing this improv. He is not improving crap. <laughs> I literally okay. So this is I'm gonna explain this very quickly. I literally open the encyclopedia to a page and point at a character, and then I just read that bio, and that's how I decide who my character is. 
Hey, listen, I do the same. I click Google and I go characters. But you're discreet. This is, not, this is like showing off. How much? That's fair. That's fair. Fine. Fine. Like you're intimate. You're using intimidation Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was smart enough to get these encyclopedias when I was younger. Hey, I wonder, have we been picking mostly, have we been picking mostly Marvel characters in our, in our, no. uh, we've no. actually been doing a lot of head to head Marvel DCs. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. I like, think I might have to jump into books. some image soon. Yeah, Ooh, I'm good to, call. Yeah, because yeah, there's some pretty cool. sweet characters. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so your time starts. Meow. Hey, everybody, your friendly neighborhood Doc Holiday here, and I got a question for you. Do you ever feel like there's a lot going on in the world and you don't know where to get the answers from? Do you ever feel like you wish you could have the answer to the question? Well, ladies and gentlemen, my character this week is the question. Charles Victor Zaz, one of the most interesting characters in the DC Universe and one of the most underutilized characters in the DC Universe. Now, for those of you who grew up watching the Justice League animated series, uh, anything DCAU, or if you've watched him and uh, if you've even read some of his earlier comic books, you know that the question is by far one of the most interesting detectives in the DC Universe. The unfortunate fact is he's also paranoid and crazy. But hey, check this out. You know what's really funny about that? It turns out he's not paranoid and crazy. Every time he's hunting down a lead, those leads actually tie together. It just looks insane because he's actually aware of all the conspiracies going on and all the truths behind them. So while we all walk around like sheep with blinders on, or I should say the characters in the DC Universe do that, when they're constantly trying to figure out what they need, what they should do, who they should go after, and how they can survive, notice how the question has never been dead or in any of those bad places at the bad time, at the wrong place at the wrong time, because he knows the answer. Don't go there. Don't be there. I'm the detective, and I've seen it coming. I saw everything that was about to happen. I saw it before you did, and you guys should just be listening to me. We could avoid a lot of these scenarios if we just turned to him. And that's what makes him one of the best characters to write about, because he would be the guy finding out all the details before anybody. Any story you want to set up for like a year from now, you could have the question researching that information a year mm -hmm. earlier. That's such an interesting concept to me as a comic book to have this guy researching the details of a potential threat, attack, Lex Luthor's presidency, all that stuff. He could see it. He would be researching it. He would be finding the information. He'd be there in the gutter doing all the dirty work while Batman lives in the ivory tower and Superman's off saving XYZ. He's actually doing the hard work so that these guys, in the end, just get to punch things. But you know why they just punch things? Because they didn't do the work to stop it in the first place. Batman, world's best detective, smartest guy around. How come this guy already knows how not to get in trouble? Had he been around, maybe there wouldn't have been a need for Batman because he would have saved your parents from being shot. The whole situation is a waste. This guy could have saved us all. The question, the answer, bong, it's all there. All right. 25 seconds to spare. All right. I usually take my whole time, but I felt like with this guy, I got my point across. I have comments okay. afterwards, but I, I'll say I, them afterwards. I, I got some, I got some answers for you after too. <laughs> oh, I got some answers. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I would uh, just like to point out, you regularly sound like you have already a judgment before he's even started. This is funny, <laughs> but this time I have a really valid reason for it. But um, 
Wait, so are you saying you already have a judgment? I don't have a judgment. I have a bias. <laughs> She's already judging before you the You already said before. you have Not a bias. That. No, What's because, the point then? Because you want to know why? I, I, I'm not going to... So, spoiler for that. No, no, you don't, don't say it now. Okay. Don't say it now. I'll say it after. Okay, but i just like to point out there's no point to this because he's already no, no. said he has a bias. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't say he anything did. like that. I did. Dude, there's a recording. Did you not say <laughs> I, I have a bias? I did. But <laughs> thank you. But, but trust me, you're going to like the bias. So, that's the thing that you don't understand. But anyways... I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let Toby go next. You got you got your three minutes starting now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, have you ever heard of a character called Aquaman yeah. from DC? Super lame. In the movies, they made him look sort of cool. There's a movie coming out. I think when is it? No one knows anymore because who cares? But Marvel has the answer to that question. There's a character that they have in their arsenal that could be integral and instrumental to the current stories that they're telling right now, which is why I feel like he should come out of the dark, the deep abyss of the ocean. His name? Namer, the Submariner. This is a character who has superhuman ability. <laughs> You're making me laugh because you you're doing such a good job. Sorry. You get another 30 seconds because you're laughing. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I tried to keep a straight face. I tried to keep a straight face. About to disrupt. Okay. This is a character who has the ability, sorry, the ability to swim at superhuman speeds, even by Atlantean standards. He has a greater longevity than a normal human being. He is well over 90 years old because he was born in the 1900s, 1920s, I believe. Uh, but he still looks like a male in his prime in the 2000s. Um, what else do we have here? Because of his unusual genetic heritage, Namer is unique amongst both ordinary humans and Atlanteans. He's actually sometimes referred to as Marvel's first mutant because while the majority of his observed superhuman powers come from the fact that he is a hybrid of human and Atlant Atlantean DNA, his ability to fly cannot be explained by either side. Hmm. This guy can swim fly superhuman he's pretty much i don't understand how he isn't visited you don't have to actually touch and is that i think they're scared of the water they're scared of making him look like aquaman aquaman doesn't is not an appealing character so i think they need a different angle with this character he has wars with wakanda he's falsely led thanos's army there like with this whole thanos story this is where namer would have been so vital and integral to this this would have been a great character to introduce. This would have been a great point to introduce him. Um, aside from that, I think, yeah, actually, didn't he start out beating the Hulk? This is a character that started out facing the Hulk and beating, defeating the Hulk. And then later on in the comic books, he ends up losing to the thing underwater, which to me doesn't make any sense. This is also the point where I feel like sometimes writers just have no ideas nothing going on and they just kind of ruin a character's legacy because of that and this is someone who deserves redemption deserves a spotlight should be brought out from the darkness <laughs> all hail the prince of the blood namer i'm done right on on, on including laugh track <laughs> yeah um, that's jokes um okay all right, that was strong. That was strong. I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty strong. Um, so yeah, no bias. Uh, actually, there's also <laughs> bias. There. I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll, I'll explain all the secrets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> after we go through the uh, the punch out round, I'll call it, where I will allow 
You know, I, that was so good, Toby. You get to take a minute off. I'm going to let Brian, Brian go first on this one. <laughs> you you, you, you relax, relax those like vocal muscles. Yeah, you relax all those muscles you got going on over there. All right. Fucking um, <laughs> like the Adonis. Um, <laughs> uh, Brian, your stuff starts uh, right now. Namor is known as the first mutant, and I agree that they are not sure about where his abilities come from. And as you pointed out, there have been numerous writers... Uh, who've taken a stab at writing this character. Um, and I say numerous because there's so many different stories and arcs and ideas and paths and, you know, you know, major stories where he's one-fifth of the Phoenix and, you know, major stories where he's attacked Wakanda with Thanos and major stories where he's been part of the Illuminati and major stories that all prove that he's a major character who's already had major spotlight and major stories told and he's from the major depths of the major oceans and we majorly don't need anything else from him because he's a minor interest to most of us because, you know, what does he do? He, he's been around since the dawn of time. He fought with Captain America before he froze. Hey, your buddy's disappeared. That's cool. I'm going to go be a villain over here and try and fuck everybody's girlfriends for a minute. And then pop back up one day and decide I want to be the king of the ocean and not do anything in my little green booty shorts. Oh. Peace. Mm. I have to say that was very, very well jam-packed. I'll, I'll give you that. Mm. that. That was like shots fired, bro. <laughs> shots fired. You're bleeding out your side, so <laughs> you got you to gotta bring your gay game for this one. <laughs> um, Interesting. That reminded me a lot of my... Uh, my, what was the, the what's the torna red tornado? Oh yeah, <laughs> when you went after. Him. <laughs> <laughs> like, repeating of a word, but I, I won't repeat my word. But um, all right, Toby. All right, my minute coming. Yeah, one, two, and go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna start with that again. Uh, so, <laughs> the question, the question I have is, why are you called the question if all you have is answers? It doesn't make any sense to me. This character, every single run that I'm looking at right now, and you people at home can look at too, he has end up, he has ended up near death in every single one. Every single one. He can find out what's going on, but don't trust him with getting you the answers himself. He can tell you what the answers are and it leaves you in the lurch. Hey, question, can you help me find my daughter? Yes, your daughter's being helped by these criminals, but uh, now you're on your own. I can't fight, so you're on your own. I can't do anything else. And Batman is a way better detective. Batman doesn't need this kid. Batman is a way better detective. You have people with precogs who can see the future. You don't need a guy sitting there writing, okay, so in the future, this is going to happen. Get out of here. I mean, it's done, sir. I, I let that little Get bit that. slide. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so you guys actually did a great job, and the reason why I say you guys did a great job is because I actually know both characters very well. And in fact, because I was I was thinking I was doing the the being the the bad combatant, Brian actually chose my character. Oh, so that's why I, I was doing the question. So oh, the only shit. thing is, I know the things that you were right, and I know the things that you were wrong about. Uh, what was uh, I wrong about? He's vicious, dude. He brutally kills people. Yeah. Yeah, but you said he's like all nice and tidy at one point. No, I said he was a he has he's a conspiracy <laughs> mind who has things everywhere, and he only kills people when he thinks that it's to solve a solu a situation. That's fair. He doesn't go around killing people just because he wants to kill people. Mm. He actively sees those as linchpins that will solve scenarios, mm. and that's what I was talking about. His conspiracy map. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. So fair. I, I mean, you know. All right, so this is Unlike really some difficult people who because let psychopaths run around. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, sir. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I was he, a cop. He, he, he's a bit of a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Um, <laughs> but like, if we, if we bring it down to the bare bones, uh, the whole thing is this is about bringing people who have not been in the spotlight and etc. etc. The only thing, though, is I agree, considering that uh, Aquaman, they're trying to promote Aquaman, that neighbor would neighbor would be a good character. And frankly, I admit, at least in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, it would be smart to bring him in as a bad guy and then eventually show him. However, Brian is very much right. He's been in a lot of main story arcs. Uh, the You know, and the thing is, the whole uh, Five Phoenix split there, that was a really big story arc, and he, he did a lot. Yeah. He, like, destroyed Wakanda in that. He he became, he became He's one of the reasons why mutants have the perception that they have in the comic books. At least that happens. This is why he's important. This is why he, people in the mainstream need hey, to see him. Hey, you had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas the question, he's not been utilized as much. And the one thing about the question is, is that whereas Namor does have a lot of drama, I'll give you that. He there's a lot you could write about him. The point is, it's kind of like uh, you know the, the the argument that I had once about Cable. You know, you're you've gotten a lot, but people aren't nailing it. Maybe mm. maybe take a step back. Yeah. Whereas the question, the other thing I like about the question is that he is someone who chases conspiracies but the thing that could be cool about that is that he can chase conspiracies they don't have to be right or wrong and be kind of cool to see him go after something that think that he thinks is right that ends up being wrong uh it's also a great team-up book so this is this is very this is very much on the fence like i feel i'm like uh who's that guy uh on uh, home improvement just on the fence there wilson, <laughs> wilson. Or, wilson or whatever like i'm right there man and plus you guys you guys hit exactly the points i would talk about that's really hard um, who had the better takedown then? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry, Tobes, I, and I'm not trying to do this because, but it, it's oh, it's it's combination that you guys you guys presented well, but Brian really destroyed his his, his minute. <laughs> he really he destroyed it. I'm sorry, Tobes. I've got to give it to the question. I got to give it to Brian. It was like a strong like it, it was <laughs> he, the fact that he kept on saying like major and then like, he kept on saying like the like exactly right, what right. you should bring up. That's I was true. like my 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 argument was definitely better than my rebuttal. I, yeah, I'll admit. Uh, I, I'm sorry about, but I, I completely agree though. Sorry. I think that he is someone. Um, the catalyst here is I do think you're you're 100 correct. He uh, Namor does need to be brought. Oh yeah, in the movie. Verse. I only attack you because we're playing this game. But if yeah. you were to ask yeah. me who's one of the best characters to bring in after you bring in Black Panther and after you introduce Wakanda and Thanos, you could have actually stretched out the Thanos oh, story maybe yeah. a couple more movie, right? A couple yeah. more movies. Man, you bring in Na Namor and you do the whole Atlantean um, Wakanda war after he comes yeah. out publicly, dude. What oh, amazing stories God. you could do. Dang, would that be? That would be amazing. Be some, dude can fly, man. <laughs> like, yeah. this is crazy. How many other characters? Like, you have Iron and he, Man. And he's actually have... strong. Like, he's oh, actually, no, he's, yeah, super, he's strong. Super, super strong. He's superhuman strength. Yeah, he's The Superman. only thing he doesn't have is projectiles. Can he actually manipulate water? Like, Mera? He yeah, he, he's yeah. Actually, actually has projected water out of his body. Oh, oh that's that I thought I thought he could just manipulate, like, you know, move yeah, his move hands and no, then he moves no, water. He's done, it, he's done it before, yeah. Oh, crazy. So Brian, Brian wins like by a hair, like you know, you have like first place who's like here, and then you got you yeah, got yeah, Toby yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> those Olympic like, yeah, like you have to add an extra decimal point <laughs> yeah, to yeah, calculate it. I'm okay with I that. Like, I didn't finish strong. It, that was my fault. That was uh, definitely my fault. I had that. I felt like I had it when I finished my when I finished my my argument for for him. I was like, yes, I got this. And then I just didn't, I just didn't close because my my lawyers didn't meet you know didn't do well. 
it's it's like you guys had the same rings thing, and then Brian like landed perfectly in your dismount. You like you bet your knee, like that's yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> The whole the whole routine was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone out there yeah. who's interested, I was also talking about Charles Victor's as the question, but there is also Renee Montoya the question who takes over the mantle afterwards. If you guys are interested in reading. The stories regarding those characters, uh, you can look up Renee yeah. Montoya. And there's actually go out there. Honestly, there's so much on Namer that yeah. you guys. Oh, oh, if you're gonna look up Namer, look up the Invader story arc where the original Human Torch, mm -hmm. uh, Namor, Captain America, Bucky, and I think that's it, right? The four. Of them? Yeah, it's, that's it's a like really, their version of Fantastic yeah, Four. It was like a Dynamite Marvel crossover. It, the art's done by Alex Ross. It's beautiful yeah and obviously we, we mentioned it a few times that the whole phoenix yeah. side with the five is an amazing thing to pick up dude what, was like the first anti-hero pretty much yeah, he's one yeah of he was he, he was the Crazy. first a lot he was the first he was the first mutant he was like one of the first bad guys first bad guy first to turn avengers fantastic yeah. four invaders defenders <clears throat> he's got a lot oh sorry you're cutting out tobes okay. sorry i was just naming all the teams he was yeah. a part of yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. Defenders, you're right. I oh, didn't. I forgot about that. Sorry. One one fun fact I want to add about the question, though, which is actually the reason why I thought he was really interesting. Mm. Um, so they had a, the the Trinity Wars in in DC. Yeah, I have that. I have that. So that starts with a girl named Pandora, Doctor Strange, or something like that. No, not no, not no, Doctor uh, Doctor Stranger or something or other. Strange Love. No, no, it's it's a, it's a guy who kind of looks a bit like the question. Oh, the stranger, the stranger. That's it. That's yes, it. It, was, it was bothering me. Yeah, and the question. The, they have the Phantom, the stranger, and the question. Yeah, three so, characters that look similar. Yeah, and they they're all those three characters. Oh, the are, Phantom Stranger. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's the Phantom Stranger sorry, sorry, question. Yeah, even, even Rorschach, I would say, except he's just uh, Rorschach is based off of the question. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, they all get brought to like some type of place outside of time to answer for their crimes against humanity. In which case, the question gets his entire memory erased and during his quest to get his memory back pandora one of the other people who have been like judged on this she actually turns to him and says if you got your memory back you wouldn't be a danger to me you'd be a danger to everybody which i was like what the hell does this guy know you know what i mean yeah he's i mean uh, that's the like, thing that's the one thing that brings me to him yeah one of the reasons i really like the question is because <clears throat> and i definitely got introduced to him in the jla yeah and then I don't. I th is it in the JLA animated series that Renee takes over, or no, no, no that's, that's comic books. Yeah, that's in the tr that's in a Trinity storyline. Yeah, but yeah, I just remember reading that stuff and finding his character, and honestly, really interesting and wishing that there had been more yeah. about him out there. The, his best quote is he's talking. It's actually from JLA. He's talking to Supergirl, and he finds something in her garbage to like to like continue the conspiracy that he's trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because she turns around, she's like. You went through my garbage? He's like, you're garbage. I go through everyone's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. He's always yeah, searching. So yeah, it is, it is the Phantom Stranger. Yeah, the Phantom Stranger. Yeah, sorry. He like Pandora fights the old and the question. Yeah. It's all three of them. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's Again, the Brian, the question, buy a hair. Buy a hair. I'll but, take it. But the thing is, we, the thing I find funny about these things, they're becoming really hard because we're knowing how to pitch yeah, yeah, so well and we're yeah. actually choosing really good characters. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. We, like, I just I got to work on my closing. <laughs> I'll, you, you, I'll you hire gotta, a new you gotta, team. You got to bring in your inner hate. You got you to like... You know what? That's true. Because when I go against Doc, I don't feel the same. No, like, <laughs> no. no. Like, when he goes against it's me... It's actually not the same. You're right. It is. He has like I'm, guns I'm out. I'm too leveled when I'm with Doc and then I lose. I just lose it. I'm not. I'm too nice at the end. He know? takes out the shiv against I, me. I, I, and try like... I try to sound aggressive. Like... I, in my head, I'm a tiger, but then to you guys, I probably look like a little kitty cat <laughs> <laughs> as I'm talking. <laughs>
I, I kind of approach both of you the same because I love you guys and this is a fun show. So it's you two who have this interesting. Hey, it brings it brings up good hey, good writing, right? It gives up good I mean, good good radio. If, if the fans enjoy it and prefer just you two doing this and I be the judge, I'm also down for that because it would be oh funny. My gosh. Uh, anyways, so that's the judgment call, guys. If you guys ever have suggestions, once again, you can always comment in uh, if you're listening to this on Facebook or anywhere. You can comment on the Facebook page. You can comment on the site because these are always posted on FranklinArmstrong.com. You can comment on the YouTube because these are also going to be posted on YouTube as well. So comment below. Tell us, you know, the types of uh, characters you like, who you think should have won. And if you ever have ideas of your own underrepresented characters, you can even direct message us to give us ideas and give us points for someone that you would like us to do down the road. Maybe that, we can make that a Patreon that, thing. That's, a, that's an encouragement. Yeah, that would be I, fun. I, I am down, I'm down to take that Pepsi challenge to, like, yeah, there to, you go. to, to, to take anybody. <laughs> All right. Someone's going to be like, my little pony. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'll do it. I'll do it for my little pony. So, uh, yeah, so that's the uh, that's judgment call. Now we're going to be jumping into the review. Guys, um... Here we are right now. We've uh, we're discussing Despicable Deadpool 2017 run by Jerry Duggan and Scott Coplish. Still didn't get those right yet. Collects issues 287 to 291. It is called Deadpool Kills Cable. Yeah, yeah. So I I have a newfound appreciation for the movies after reading this. <laughs> Which I would is, and, and is that reason, a positive thing? It's a positive thing okay. because I told I've said this a few times before that the movies didn't really make a mark on me. Yeah, and that was mostly because I didn't really read Deadpool. Mm. I knew, obviously you, as a comic book fan, you know every character. Yeah, it's yeah. how well you know each character that matters and how much you've read into them that matters, right? Yes, yeah. yes, very. But much. I'm always interested in watching comic book characters movie because mm. why not? Um, but seeing how, as we said earlier, all over the place and messy and just the commentaries and like you know all the different little nuances and they're all the references like everything that's happening in this little five issue run that we just read makes the movie make sense in the in the sense that like i didn't understand why like he was in this realm looking at his wife uh, or his girlfriend, whatever she did to get married. I guess they're married or engaged or whatever. Yeah. See, um, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. Like, I didn't know why it mattered to him that Strife was going to kill people. Because yeah. I was just like, like, Strife saved four people, so I have to kill four people. Okay, which four people do you save? Oh, family. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you give a cr- about family? Well, like, I, that was the thing for me. Because, like I've said right. before, the version of Deadpool that I know, and, I mean, more first movie than second movie, because the, I feel like the Deadpool in the second movie is the same type of Deadpool here. The guy yeah. who actually exactly. cares about people. And, and I, don't That's get me wrong. That's the parallel I was trying to draw. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I know you guys, we, we've talked mm-hmm. about it. For me, because like, we did the episode where we talked about Deadpool, yep. Dave, you guest starred on that, guest hosted on that one. Yep. Available on FranklinArmstrong.com. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but I mean, for me, Deadpool has always been the type of character who, at the end of the day, I want him to still be so crazy because he knows he's in a comic book. He knows it's all fake, mm-hmm. and even the family you have, they don't matter because none of it's yeah. real. So the fact that and that's what cares- you—that's actually what you said in the in our in the yeah. episode we discussed Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. So for so me, it's always reading, weird reading this. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Tobes. I was gonna say for reading this now, it that's why I said it makes more sense and I can it almost like allows me to just be like, okay. Like I can yeah. let it go. Like, okay, I guess I see where if anything they pulled that from. Yes, yeah. the concern that side caring. of Deadpool from. Right. Yeah. 
because being someone, I mean, I, I know in the, in this little triage that we have going on, I'm obviously, I would say the Deadpool, Deadpool knowledge founder of sorts. Sure. I've been reading him <clears throat> like the keeper of like, Deadpool's yeah, the keeper of secrets, <laughs> Gamora. <laughs> but you know, if you, if you're going to do a, a little mini timeline, he was, he was definitely the James Bond assassin at first, you know, just a killer. Yeah. Uh, like to make jokes mercenary. as much as as possible. Uh, you know, very dark humor. And then when the they Deadpool s- we met in Wolverine Origins, pretty much. Basically. At the beginning. At the beginning, yeah. yeah before and they got Barakas. Yeah. <laughs> and even he, the Deadpool at the beginning of this story, right? Because yeah. at the beginning in issue 287, he addresses the fact that, you know, there's a lot of stories out there about me. And then he goes over his entire history yeah. and he's just like, <laughs> okay, so here we go. And then he starts telling the story. Yeah, exactly. And it's just one of those situations where it's like, in the last, because the thing is, every time a, a character gets popular, and DC's Marvel does this, DC does this. You could compare, ironically, you could compare how they treat Deadpool a little bit, how they treat Harley Quinn. When you mm. see Harley Quinn in her own book, you see that she actually has a conscience. You see that she has friends and family, yeah, right. and she's still just as batshit crazy. She'll still kill people, but if you fuck with one of her friends. You know she's yeah. gonna be there, and off. and that's kind of what they. That's the only thing they did with Deadpool in the last few years, because in the last like forty five issues or so before this, you find out that at some point in time, you know, guy had fun one night, got a kid. He's like, because he saw a bunch of kids get killed, he's like, I can't let my kid get killed, so I'm gonna p- take care of this person. There's one <clears throat> Shield agent that he had to work with to to clean up his name, who he kind of befriends, and then she takes in that kid, and basically the family, the people that. He, strife saves from dying is his kid plus and strife and strife for anyone listening is is a clone of cable yeah the evil clone of cable who actually tried to frame him for a professor x death Mm -hmm. way back when so strife saves his daughter uh the girl who took in his daughter her husband and her two kids because you find out that the 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 friend that he made her body gets destroyed at one point and she her her conscience is put into a robot that looks exactly like her Mm. Which you do see at the end of, yeah. of this run, which if you guys were wondering, that's what it was. So that's one thing I will say about this comic that I was a little annoyed about is you you do need prior information oh, yeah. to yes. to understand certain aspects of it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, comic books are like soap operas or like dramas. Mm. If you jump in in the middle, it's hard at first, but if you keep going, you'll eventually catch yeah. up because they'll make reference to enough stuff mm-hmm. in the past. But for this yes. one, because it's it's the start of the arc. It's the start of an arc, but a conclusion of an entire series. Yeah. That's how I would describe this. Yeah, and that's the thing. Because it's the start of the, a new arc that's leading into, like, I guess they're aiming to get to number 300, so they started back at 287. When you start reading it, you're just like, oh, okay, like... I know that Deadpool went after Cable in the past, so that's good enough, and they reference that, and mm. you know, cool. But then as it goes along, and you're finding out about family, like, see, everything you just explained about family, none of that came through to me in the comic yeah. book pages. None, and- none. We're just supposed to understand that mm. Strife, yeah, Cable's evil clone, saved Deadpool's family, whoever they are, mm. and now Deadpool owes him four lives in return. And mm. for whatever reason, Deadpool's like, okay, cool, thanks for saving them. I owe you four lives now, and this is where we're at. Tobes, do you think because you and I are comic book fans and because we like to know the full story that this bothers us more than it would for a casual reader? Because what you just described right now, to me, sounds like enough information to tell the story. But for us, it's not enough. It's not enough for us. And I'm not actually certain that it's enough for the casual reader. Oh, yeah. OK. As well. well I, I think it would be worse for them because, A, they wouldn't know who Strife is or even sure. or even have the right frame of mind to understand 
that concept. Yeah. But at this point, you know what I, I mean? Yeah. 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 Because the one thing about this issue, and this is something that's a little bit more rare, especially for Deadpool. Deadpool is usually something that you don't need anything. When you read a regular yeah. Deadpool issue, and, and I'm talking about him anywhere, not just in his own comics. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you actually need continuity. True. Which is one that I, I brought this comic book up because, I mean, again, people have to know that this is like recorded in advance. We all just saw the movie. Yeah. It's one reason why I suggested it because there, there's the cable involved. But this is one of those ones where I thought it, it's <clears throat> there's a lot of character development. There's a lot of interesting things you find out about Deadpool and you also find about Cable. Yeah. yeah. There's now, a lot about Cable in here. There's yeah, actually yeah. a lot of exposition yeah. in here that kind and, of explain and, Cable's cable's life and his interactions with himself in different versions of himself in different times different realities cable is like cable is all yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. good way to put it yeah. and so it, it's funny at any given moment the version of cable you know may not be the version of cable you know exactly and that's what like, I, I, going back and forth between time it's crazy and i'm happy because i, I know that tobes is a big fan of him so that's the other reason why i had suggested this um but the thing about this this book what i also liked about it is that because there are, there are some things that like I, it's hard to some of the comments that you guys are making it's a little hard for me to judge because I this is something this is m- my pull list mm. this is something I've been reading so like the things you're complaining about I have to take through it's like okay what if you didn't read everything that I know of yeah so I could I, I agree with how those annoyances could be there the things I do like about Deadpool though in these issues it's a very easy read the cool yeah. thing about Deadpool is you don't get much often internal thoughts mm. like unless they're having an issue where he's actually fighting because he's at one point in time he did have two voices in his brain and they were like arguing uh it's a very fun easy read to do it's not something there's the it's one of those comic books that the images are is what's speaking to you it's not the dialogues yeah well that's exactly that's why that's why i said earlier it's just like you it's straightforward you know the action is leading to an end every time they just they wrap up as quickly as they start Mm -hmm. and there's other little and because you know we're talking about throwbacks because this thing does have a, th- a lot of throwbacks, you know, the whole cable strife thing, mm-hmm. things like that. Actually, one of the things I love about this book, when I actually got it the first time, the first cover, I had that toy. Yeah, I don't oh, know if you know, cool. like, there's, like, there's, there's, because in the first cover, you have Deadpool looking all menacing, and he's pulling apart a toy from, a cable action figure. and I was there, I'm like, wait a minute. And I researched cable toys. I'm like, I fucking had that toy. Because the gun is what, like, you see him holding a gun. I'm like, I had that toy. I know I had that toy. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's just little yeah, things like that about it. Deadpool is aware that there's a cable toy out exactly, there. Exactly, right? Right. So yeah, it, it's just, cool. it's, it's fun. Like, exactly yeah. right there. You could, maybe, we could research it. It's, it's like one of the first toys. I mean, we're going to make it the cover of the episode. Yeah. So people will see it. Um but so I like that. I like, you know, Cable is something that's lighthearted and you don't have to take it seriously, which I find this is what goes through the whole book. Mm. Uh, there's there's some jokes that and the thing, I guess it's also a reset to the because if you were reading beforehand, the issues beforehand and you, you see it in this one, he becomes a little soft, right? You, you feel like he's soft a little bit De- like he, Deadpool, Deadpool. OK, because he's caring and stuff. Right. But in this book, there's constant times that they pull you back. No, he's an asshole. Like you don't know, but he's in, like example. Every time he fights Strife yeah. with Cable, he always backstabs Cable. Because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. he's like, "Oh wait, if I hurt you right now, you're gonna fuck up my shit. I don't care, Cable. I'm gonna, I'll yeah, shoot yeah. you in he the tur- brain." Yeah, he turns on him immediately. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I he, mean, even in, there's even a scene where he's in a crowd and he starts like 
shooting at people in the crowd yeah. and the guy goes the guy's calling 911 and the dude's just like oh my god they're shooting and then he shoots at the guy and the guy's like oh i think i was wrong it wasn't deadpool it was punisher yeah yeah, yeah it was the punisher i saw shooting and he ran away already yeah. and you're like that that actually yeah, that actually yeah, made actually, me laugh a little that was uh when he was in the streets and he was shooting a bunch of agents i think and then the newspaper stand guy yeah. calls the cops yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like and then, and then and then deadpool's like snitches get stitches, oh yeah snitches, bitches. bitches yeah Yes, yes, yes. That was a, see, <laughs> all of that, all towards, of that was a good line. Yeah. Towards him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it is. There's a lot of fun little lines, yeah. and he's he's a more he's a rated M or rated R, I should say, mm. Spider-Man in terms of commentary. Yes, Spider-Man also yes. makes the same kind of commentaries, yeah. but he doesn't actually take it to that level ever. It's funny because that's the so, exact comparison they they do. Yeah. In, in, was that what you were going to say? I was mm-hmm. going to say that, and on top of that, they also make a comment of when Deadpool is coming in to get. Uh, cable out and he's telling the guy the agent salcedo from the oh, time yeah. variance authority and he starts telling him he's just like you know the scariest thing about deadpool though when he's quiet <laughs> and i was just like oh damn yeah. and then it's just they're just showing deadpool killing all the other agents and he's not talking and i was just like yo that is kind of a scary thought to think of deadpool not talking because he's yeah. always talking because remember always. for me once again, it always comes back to the fact that he knows he's in a comic book. Mm-hmm. And when he starts to do that thing where he's quiet, it always makes me think like, so maybe he's having a lucid moment or an ins- or actually an insane moment. Because that's the thing. To- I think I would say it's an insane moment. Yes. The reason why is because he is someone who knows, A, he is practically immortal. Yeah. Yep. Um, he is already unhinged because he was already, you know, military minded. He probably has some PTSD, whatever. His mind was probably already fractured yeah before yeah. this whole ability came about so i think he's just crazy just like screw it i can't die why can't i just have fun doing this yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty much how i see deadpool but then when head. he goes into that focus where he gets quiet yeah. that's a scary thought yeah. and i thought that was really interesting because yeah. it's, it's like one of those things where it's like it's 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 kind of like it's a little bit comparable to like the joker like if the if the joker yeah, yeah. the joker is always like you know they're always having fun they don't give a shit yeah and if yeah. you do something to them that makes them give a shit and makes them focus. You're all of a sudden like, I don't want to be on that side. I want to be on your side of the fence. Yeah. Because if I'm on the, I'm actually I don't even want to be near you because maybe you're gonna burn your side just to burn the other side. But yeah. I'd rather be yeah, you, and you on your that. side. Yeah. You know. And, and you actually see that in him. So in this story, uh, Cable gets arrested by the Time Variance Authority, which yeah. is just like a sort of authority put in place to stop people from breaking timelines and whatever or so, messing with the time yeah did it throw you off that they kept referring to them as tva every yeah, time yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. being come back being so, come so back. If yeah. anyone who's outside of yeah, sorry, Toad, what was it you just said? No, you go ahead. I was going to explain what it was, but you Yeah, can anyone outside of Quebec, TVA is a network here. Télévision, Action, something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. that. But the initials are TVA, so TVA. Yeah. So the whole time I was reading the comic book, every time they referred to the Time Variance Authority, I was just like, the Channel 5? <laughs> <laughs> every time! I tried five, my best. 5 or, thir- five or 35? Yeah, something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That was so funny. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, yeah, the Time Variance Authority. They're- yeah, so they arrested Cable just after and just before they arrested Cable, he was fighting Deadpool, and Deadpool had just cut off Cable's arm. Ooh, something that Cable I want to talk about. So time brutal. travel. Yes, yes. Um, he uh, hacks arm, it, which was cool. He yeah, and, and this arm has a AI built into it, but you, we can touch on that later. Anyway, so when Cable actually gets arrested and, and taken in, you find out that Deadpool 
has actually stolen tech from the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That they've used to defeat Ultron, Ultron. and this this <laughs> tech actually will allow him to find out where Cable is. So Deadpool yeah. is not stupid. No, no. He may no. be crazy. He may be all these things that we see, especially in the movie, but they never actually this is something that I realized they never actually touch on his intelligence. They always make him seem like this goof and this oaf. That's a good point. Which he is acts fine because he is that, but yeah. he's also smart. Like it takes a, some sort of intelligence for you to know to go in and hack and steal tech. Yeah. From Look, the when, Avengers. When Cable's exp- from Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. When Cable's explaining the whole thing to the a- the TVA agent while he's in uh, under lockdown. Yeah, yeah, while he's in, while he's locked down and he's explaining step by step he's just like and he it, it was actually really cool cuz he's just like when he, Deadpool finally shows up he says I figured it would take about 2 weeks for you to do do everything but you'd show up a couple minutes after I left. Mm. Yes. And and the way he breaks it down a to the agent when he's explaining all the steps and just and they're showing the panels of what Cable's describing, and you're like, like Cable knows Deadpool's intelligent, but he like said he's he's, yeah. he's telling you he's just like, listen, he doesn't say it, but essentially it's just like you guys think he's stupid, but that guy is really fucking <laughs> smart. Well, it's because Cable it, it won't take him long to figure out how to use oh, how to exactly. switch the AI in my arm yeah. and time travel. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. but the thing Sorry. is, he actually says because. Cable's, I would argue that Cable's known to be an intelligent person. Oh, I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he actually starts off by saying, you know what I would do? Oh, and yeah. he starts saying it, and he's like, but you know what Deadpool's going to do? He's going to do all that, but it's going to be bloodier. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be faster <laughs> because he's not going to be nice yeah. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to steal and pillage. And, like, to his point, eventually, like, the last time that he double-crosses Cable to get Cable out of the picture, he actually looks at him and says, yeah, one of the times I went back in time is I went to Hope, which is Cable's daughter, oh, and, and it's like, I put a bomb in her brain, so if you don't leave now, I'm going to set it off. Yeah. And you got to figure out <laughs> where in time, because, like, yeah. that, that, like, saying yeah, that I did it at nasty. some point in time, that means it could it could be when she was born, it could be yesterday, it could yeah. have been... That's a... So he has to find when it, when it happened to stop him. But that's the other thing. So... I mean, if anything, I get that they're trying to show that Deadpool, like, because the whole story is also Deadpool is selfish. Oh yeah, he's he he he's quote unquote cares about this family, but he's also so mm. so selfish that this is all about him finally having something normal mm-hmm. as in a family, and mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm gonna keep it that way, and I'm willing to kill everyone else to get to have <laughs> That's it. That's the insane part of That's it, right? That's the crazy part. You're telling me you put a bomb in Hope's brain knowing that that's Cable's child and you've been friends with Cable mo- almost Years. your entire run of your yeah. character. You either have been trying to kill him or you've been one of his best friends. Yeah. And he's waiting to he's willing to throw it all away for his own exactly. that's why he's also selfish. He's yeah. so many things. Yeah. There's so many I like layered. I like this. It's very layered but I got I like this Deadpool more than I do the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because I, this is this is a Deadpool. This is this is legit a Deadpool thirty years in the making. That that's what this is. And, and oh, the it's thing caught I, up to. Yeah, yeah like because okay. I feel like you had okay, you had the evil version of him. Now you had the good ver. Let's quote unquote there oh, the yeah. good version of him. And now it's like okay, now you really want to know how he thinks. That's what these issues are. Yeah. This is how he processes. And not things. just how he thinks, but how everyone else knows and thinks he thinks. And you're gonna get to see all these different angles to exactly. Deadpool that you've never seen before. And I I I think Jerry Dugan wrote him better than I've seen other people write him. Yeah. Because I I have I to say agree. yeah I have to say one of the things that really bothered me was. When he was A with the Avengers and B when he was with Steve Rogers. Captain Hydra. Captain Hydra. Captain mm-hmm. America, the 
twisted Steve Rogers because when, when I remember when he was he working for him. Named. Sorry. I said he who shall not be named. Yeah, Adam. essentially. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I was trying to say it, but I realized we're a podcast. So if I don't say it, people would be like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. So yeah, Nick Spencer's Captain America is yeah. what I should call him. The idiotic Captain yeah. America. But yeah, Deadpool at that point, the way they wrote that version of Deadpool was he was so loyal to Captain America because his idea was Cap is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the yeah. American way that if he thinks this is the right way to do it, I trust him. And he went yeah. out of his way to do He even kills Phil Coulson mm -hmm. for him, which puts a huge yeah. target on his back well, in the storyline down the road with regards to um, Quake and the whole yeah. Secret Warriors. And that's one of the things that, like, uh, this version of Deadpool is interesting. X-Force version of Deadpool, I also uh, like. The Uncanny X-Force yeah, yeah, That was actually the thing... That's the comic book for a while I was out of comic books. That was A, the comic book that brought me back into comic books. Mm. B, at the time, I was reading a lot of different things. Deadpool at that point actually had a few yeah. associations and whatnot. Yeah. That is the one I'm like, this, this is, the, all the other ones, I got it wrong. This one. Yeah, so is, my is question insane. though, because I don't really know much about Deadpool and I think some people probably have the same question is, when he joins these teams, A, does he kill, and B, is he nice? Well, Uncanny X-Force, because that's the, like, Black Ops team for the mutants. Yes, yeah, that's he, fine. I know that's why Dave murders. likes it, because he can yeah. do that. Uh, so I'm wondering, in the when other he's on, teams... When he's on the Avengers, no, they stop him from killing. He does not kill in their presence. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to go get the information. He could brutally torture someone and kill them and be like, oh, yeah, no, like, here's a picture of them, like, all healthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, it's like, true. a few days before. <laughs> yeah, one of the yeah. things that they do is the way they write him is that he's still a savage, but the teammate never sees him that yeah. way. But he's also okay. good because in that when he's with the Avengers team and the mutants actually needed his help and Cable is doing all this covert stuff and Rogue is like secretly kind of working with Cable in that story mm -hmm. arc. Deadpool actually does he I I actually couldn't tell. He like turns on them but is also working for both sides. He is a a quadruple agent. Yeah, he, he's man. someone who I I feel like you know what's weird? You know how you we're talking because we were talking about like the question and this and that. Yeah. When you think you you know someone who he I think he always sees the end game or the end thing he wants. Yeah. And he'll like whereas a lot of people are like no we're going a straight line he's like no I don't like doing straight lines yeah. so I'm gonna curve all around. I'll play on every team. Yeah, I'll do I'll, all these different things. and I'll figure out the best solution for every yeah. for for the best solution for everyone right after I figure out what the best solution is for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And other things that I just want to say like that help bring him to his craziness. Uh, just because you were talking talk on some points that weren't in necessarily in these issues. Other things that are messed up in these issues, you find out that the that the mother of his child is brutally murdered. You find out that there was actually a person who kept on beating him up to a point of unconsciousness and gathering his organs. There was a, Wait, that happens in this story? No, no, it ha it's part of the build-up to this. Oh, okay, okay. Because like, you're wondering like, why he's, he's like a little off-hinge. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And there's another part that makes him off-hinge. This is actually the reason why I think he cares so much about family now is you find out in the issues leading up to this that uh, a task force that was actually led by Sabretooth mm. manipulated Deadpool to like basically essentially be a Manchurian candidate of sorts, mm. and he right. brutally killed his own parents. Oh, oh okay. Like he burns them to the ground. He burns his old house and his parents to the ground. Yeah, so... Th yeah. Just to give on like the reason why he might now... Because like he seems to have a conscience about... I think that's the reason, like, example, that is the reason why I think he, I don't think he cares for his family as much as he's like, 
I don't like having a cause and effect that I wasn't in charge of. Mm. So like, oh, I have a daughter. I never knew I had a daughter. I, I don't like that I have something that's like, that should have been, if I had a choice, I would have never been my choice. But since I have it, I'm going to take care of it. Okay. That's as it's much. Interesting. I think, I think what's more important here though, is that he's aware of it. Yeah. Completely aware. Yeah. I'll always say the most interesting characters to me in DC and in Marvel are those are are the Joker and Deadpool only because mm-hmm. if you if if by the logic that they're aware of their characters in a comic book and that makes them hyper aware and everything they do is either both perfectly logical in the sense that because they know it has no actual real effect on the future is fine or they're also just insane caused by the fact that they know their characters who knows but it makes them two of the most interesting characters i don't know if it's been set that the joker is i know it's been discussed but it's never been discussed but i've never heard it said like for a fact from dc like yes the joker is aware whereas deadpool actively breaks the fourth wall and references you know this one even starts with him referencing i'm a handsome like a young ryan reynolds like he makes jokes like that so he's not even just aware he's in this time, yeah, he's aware that Ryan Reynolds is playing him in movies, like it's, or that Ryan Reynolds is him. Yes, <laughs> the, you know, like all that. Well, you know, that's really him breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. He somehow jumped from the pages and is, is possessing <laughs> Ryan Reynolds as we speak. Oh God. Okay, so October prediction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds brutally murders a bunch of people. <laughs> Manchurian Candidate well, straight from the comic. Good God. Yeah. We didn't really touch on it much, but what did you guys think about the fact that his arm is pretty much sentient? It, it's, okay. It's it's, it's it's the artificial intelligence in his arm, Bell? which is yeah. yeah, which I thought was cool. I actually liked when the little Deadpool was like trying to beat her up. There's yeah. actually another comic book where I'm not sure if is it in this one. He tries to like make out with her, and she's all like, "No, no leave no. me alone." I like, no, because in this one he like immediately gets her and then like locks her away. Yeah, and then starts running the program so that he can control the arm. And then, <laughs> and then Cable comes back and uses his magic words to unlock the yeah, to beat himself up. Yeah, that was punching pretty, himself in the balls. Oh, was that great. was pretty funny. That was <laughs> that pretty was funny. But yeah, no. So that's the one, and I didn't bring it up. But now that you brought it up, I will say the one thing that I one thing that I found a little ridiculous. Deadpool cuts his own arm off, and slaps this one, just on. He doesn't. <laughs> it's the nanotech thing that happens. Okay, yeah. well that's not it's, properly I, I, I'm explained. Saying, I'm saying I I yeah, I, I, I know virus. Like, it's actually, we, we it's, I to... see I see why you're saying that, actually, Doc, because it's easy to forget that later on when Cable is putting the arm you on, see. they actually show the nanotech connecting but, his limbs. But the th- but they I, don't show it. When Deadpool just looks like he just slaps exactly. it on like that, like a because toy, like a toy arm. When Deadpool, when Cable does it, they show you both sides reconnecting. So he has. The metallic techno organic mm-hmm. virus on his body yep. and his arms been pulled off so when he puts the arm back it starts to fuse back no problem i 100 percent accepted that <laughs> but when i see deadpool sl- stab a katana into a wall then takes his whole body weight and slices his arm <laughs> off then grabs the arm and just pops it on and immediately it's like an action figure dude yeah okay come on if we're gonna talk about deadpool it's like an action figure you can do it as a kid you can do it it was just i thought that scene i remember reading that scene and being like wait what the hell is going on how is he just popping and and i feel like in the movies when if he did this in the movie about to cut his arm off it would freeze as just when his arm is coming off and then say listen i know normally this is impossible (laughs) yeah but this is my movie this is my world exactly 
I can do what I want. Just enjoy, just enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. or something like. That. Yes. <laughs> See, if he had done that in the comic book, and been like, "Don't, don't ask too many questions." I just slapped it on. I would be like, "You got me." I, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. See, the- <laughs> see, there are moments to capitalize on breaking the fourth yes, wall. Yes, and yes, yes. So remember how in the in the movie, I felt some moments to me weren't needed. Yeah. I had named a couple, and one of them being the whole here's a CGI fight coming. I'm like, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I know you can break the fourth wall, but I didn't need that one. Everything else before that was okay. Yeah. You know, but, all, like, so uh, your comedic timing would have been perfect, like, in this situation yes. here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway. I agree with that. I agree Overall, with that. they did a great job with this one. I really, really, really enjoyed this read a lot. Yeah. I, I read it in no time. I, I, yeah. At first, I uh, the first issue, I didn't enjoy it, but when I read all of them together, I enjoyed the arc itself. Because you know what it is? Deadpool... Yeah. Deadpool, kind of like myself, is a bit of a slow burn. He's someone that you see from far. He's ugly, a little intimidating. And you're like, eh, I don't know. And then you start talking like, oh, he's very lovely. He's got a great sense oh of humor. Um, hilarious. Hey, so me, 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 and, me and Deadpool are at the... Uh, we're, we're connected at the hip. Ryan Reynolds, you're my... Other than killing Shadowstar, Ryan Reynolds, you're my boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, that's so great. that's our review. We're going to be going into our next segment. I actually have an idea for this one. Best, fave, worst. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, and I'll, I'll, I'll preface it with this. Have we, We've all watched numerous animated incarnations of the teams, the yes. Justice League and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So either we can do best, fave, worst animated universe okay. or best, fave, worst Justice League character, Justice League unlimited character. Which one do you guys prefer? I, I, I'm down to do both of those, so keep one for the next time. <laughs> okay. And whichever one you guys prefer to do this time. But instead so of universe, just, just, again, say, just say best. team, though, because you can't say, like, uh, for, for the, which, which, just say which animated team. Because you say universe, that could be, like, it's not fair to compare, like, let's say, a Fantastic Four universe, which might be smaller than if you compare to, like, let's say, the X-Men animated series, which had much more seasons and got to see much more. So I'd say focus on okay, the that's team. Fine. Okay. On the animated team. Okay. So on in any in any imprint, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or individual. Because you could say like X-Men or Spider-Man. Like that but that would be animated. The same. Not yeah. none of it is uh, like TV show. Or I could even go like Voltron. Oh yeah, yeah that's sure, true. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. As yes. long as okay. it's as long as it's 2D drawn. Yes. We'll say that. Okay. Because like yeah. there are some 3D animated, not not the, not those like like you can't choose like the Green Lanterns that they had recently. Why not? Okay, if you want, 2D, 3D animated series okay. based on heroes, best favorite Cool. I I already Astro, know who, I, I know Astro for Boy. A fact all of those my ones. worst is already. So you guys okay. want to do that one? So we're doing yeah. we're doing the teams. Yeah. So teams yeah. also not individuals. Okay. So okay. that's so not, not in the okay. So okay. Next yeah. time will be an individual one. Now sure. we're doing teams. Okay. So this one is team. So it'll be like the Fantastic Four, the, the X Men, the Justice Leagues, the Teen Titans, the Young Justice, oh, the man. Voltrons, the the I mean all of those. So, uh, did Power Rangers ever do an animated version? No, they didn't. No, so they too didn't. bad for they them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but all uh, but all all of those. Sweep those guys on the. Have rug. we ever had? Um, I'm trying to think of like. Oh, and yes, we can use the one team that everyone loves, Spider-Man and Friends. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Hey, no, no hate on that. Okay, like, that wasn't okay, going to be one what? of mine, but like, you know no hate on that. That's notable mentions right there. My worst, I'll go with my worst team right off the bat. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with Super Friends. Okay. As, like, as the worst team for me, um, mainly because 
I guess maybe the first incarnation. It, it, it's just like one of those things where like this was back what seventy three, I yeah. think seventy two. It was it was kind of old. Essentially, um, the rough draft was bad. Yeah. 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 Well, the rough and then the rough drafts after that were bad too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's just no. Um, who was writing this and who were they writing it for? That's always my question. Back like when they started superheroes and stuff like that, it was so. I can't believe they actually got to a better point is what I'm trying to say. When yeah. you, when you watch back and you're like, wow, this is like, this is, it's just stupid. <laughs> there's nothing, <laughs> there's no substance to it. Like the old Spider-Man comics for uh, TV shows, for example, uh, sorry, animated show, for example, where like he can turn his web into a, a truck. Yeah. You know, it's just like, they just, there was just nothing. There was no logic. There was no real imagination really to these things. Yeah. So as far as the worst team and what they were capable of, I'm going to go with Super French for me. Okay. I actually have my whole lineup, so I'll go last. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, 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 I know. I, you guys hit on, like, the thing that's, like, the, the thing I nerd about. So, like, you you guys can go first. So <laughs> my, my worst for me, and having watched, I mean, we all watched most of them, mm. and I was just double-checking the name, uh, Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Oh, oh my god yeah that's terrible I, I, <laughs> that's so bad so that the reason I think that one is so bad is because I think what they were trying to do was the office meets superhero show mm. also cross that with the spider-man universe like so you know how and, they had that a little bit of Harvey Birdman in there, maybe? yeah so you know like at one point they had that Spider-Man universe animated universe where like all these other Marvel shows were happening like they had the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes they had a Spider-Man mm -hmm. series they had the Hulk Agents of Smash and they would sometimes cross over um, and what happened is the, the, the thing that got messed up though is this Hulk Smash Agents of Smash team their their world was done like a bad reality TV show. And it just, it, just it, it, it bothered me because it felt like the show was being done so that kids could get used to reality TV structure so that they could turn around and watch reality TV shows. It felt like they were mm. preparing young minds to be like, this is a structure of a talking head interview after something's happened. Like, and it, it was like, I was like, why are you, why are you doing this for kids? Why would kids want to watch the Hulk sit down and explain Hulk smash Red Hulk help not understand brain why it's like why are you doing this so that's yeah, why that one was the stupid. worst for me that was the worst it was for me. yeah there was almost no point it was actually almost as bad as uh man what was that spider-man one they were doing at the same time yeah yeah that's uh, yeah I don't remember the name but yeah ultimate, that, was it ultimate spider-man something like know. that well it was the one where spider-man was on a team with like an iron fist a Luke Cage and uh torch um Oh no! I, 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 you're talking about a different one because I'm talking about the one where Spider-Man was on a team, it, and it was around the same time as Hulk: Agents of Smash. It was Spider-Man, um, Luke Cage, uh, Nova, Iron Fist. Yes, yes, yes. And he kept interacting with Nick Fury every other yes. episode. Yeah, because yeah, he was yeah. he was actually being trained to be an agent of Shield. An Avenger. An Avenger. Oh no, no, no! You're right. Yeah, an agent of Shield. Yeah. And I watched that yeah. one, and I was just like. Wow, I don't like even the spider. That whole universe to me annoyed me because even the Spider-Man. You, know you know what they try to do? They try to make it look like Teen Titans. Yes, and it just it didn't work out at all. Yes, it was like a cross between. I'll even one up it. It was a cross between doing the Teen Titans thing with the Young Justice thing because they yeah, did so try to make it going to be my worst team. I think now then. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right because I tried to give it a chance and I just could not. 
yeah it, it felt it felt like it fell short it really did yeah um and i'll, I'll even I, i'd like to point out honorable mention for worst to teen titans go and i i say that i i say that as a as a bad thing yeah because i they're entertaining yeah because that's not supposed to be yeah, serious them as bad. it was watchable it was way more watchable than the spider-man we were talking yes about. but the thing the the reason i am annoyed with teen titans go is because it repl- what it replaced what did it replace? Because there was already the Teen Titans before, with the exact same like like uh uh like Zaniness? more se- no more serious version. Oh, I remember what yeah. you're talking about. I remember and what you're talking about because and I mean Jaws D. Shout out to Jaws D on Geektastic Cypher, who's brought this up to us on numerous occasions. All of these shows, and I mean if you got if you guys ever watched the Toys That Made Us season one, you know you know that a lot of these cartoons were started because they were trying to sell action figures. Yep. That was always Very the popular. big plan. So that the Teen Titans, the original one, didn't sell action figures. The team was more serious. They had a, a older like fan base. The those fans they looked. They looked. You can tell by whenever you can tell by the audience is trying to attract by what the animation looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they did that one and it wasn't working, they're just like, oh, we have to make something that looks like Flapjack or mm. Gumball or any of those other Cartoon Network's yeah. uh, series that is, you know, quirky and crazy and Gumball. weird and the kids will love it. So then we got Teen Titans Go! And that's why I feel like they did... I say worse, not because... Like, I get that the show's not supposed to be serious, but it did a disservice to the characters but, because this is the equivalent of in 66 when they did the first Batman. I'm not saying the first Batman is a bad series, but the whole campiness made the characters hard to relate to takes, yeah. it takes seriously exactly but but, but team there, there almost no there's there it took away from the real stakes exactly. so you just all you're doing is just watching something go down knowing that it's gonna turn yeah. out well no one's gonna die no one's gonna yeah, get there's never I, I mean like, like like for example when something like is when they're like when the characters in, interacting let's say for example beast boys interacting with uh starfire yeah says something to insult him in the moment all of a sudden he's gonna get a big head on the screen yeah. with like a teardrop at the top of his head and his eyes turn into x's you know it's just like one of those it's like an anime sort of moment yeah but, but teen titans go if you ask me is the the dc answer to spongebob that's yeah. how i see yeah, all of those so that's why i don't see it as like i get what your point is but i don't but see like it I, as, said, I wouldn't put in the worst category if, if you had had a spot well I mean, it's definitely not a best or favorite though the only that's other category true. is worse yeah, <laughs> like I, I can't put it in an yeah. honorable uh, mention for best or favorites it has to go into no. worse because i just got lawyer <laughs> yeah. and uh and um, the spider-man series we were talking about was actually ultimate spider-man yeah. it, it's uh, called yeah, ultimate okay Spider-Man. there you go so ultimate and the year- they, they wasted ultimate spider-man on that yeah oh. and you're calling that's that your worst Morales right there that's you're- definitely the worst yes okay right. so, in recent most recent memory that's definitely the worst and what's so, your, for- so for me I'm, I'm gonna i know all of mine so Worst definitely for me is the Fantastic Four with Herbie. Oh, the little robot? Yeah, it was like around the same time that the old school Hulk was made. Yeah. It was actually the same time as the Star Trek TV cartoon TV show, which was was also bad. But that show sucked balls. Is Herbie the one that looks like Eva from Wally, like yeah, the, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I thought and his replace. You know who he replaces on the show? Human Torch is not on the show. Oh, the God. coolest, funnest part about We're Fantastic right. Four. I'm sorry, and you take that out to give me Herbie, the piece of shit robot that yeah. no one likes and sounds like this hi guys this is how we're doing things now and this is how we're gonna finish it no screw that show burn it to the ground <laughs> um that's my it, my is, it is terrible it, again really, this was a set nine anything 1970s guys was just like I, it's a little unfair to even, bring it up but even, it, it's i'm sorry it's up there it's well, up i brought there. up super friends so yeah, yeah. i'm just yeah. so i understand 
And I, I will say, I think, and it's because it came out around the same time as the Batman animated series. And since we're doing teams, I can't mention it. But I think the best team is uh, the X-Men animated series from the 90s. Mm. Because That's A, going to be my choice. Yeah, A, me too. it's because you have all the right <laughs> team members on. Yeah. You do, you do not sacrifice team members. Oh. They bring in all the right guest team members. Yep. Like your Morphs of the World, the stories, Iceman, yeah. uh, X-Factor is in it. Dude, uh, and that, with that, bring in all the right stories. Yeah. All it the right stories like, and do them right. Episode. Yeah. From and episode, I can't believe how perfect. This is Phoenix perfect. Saga. This is a per- just, just that word. Phoenix Saga yeah. was done almost to a T. And that's what, yeah. that's what, that, I looked at people and like, this is how you're supposed to, like, don't make movies, just take these scripts oh, and dude. make the movies from these scripts. We've the had this, the Age of Apocalypse saga was even better. Yeah. yeah. We've had this conversation, we had this conversation on, on Geektastic like, where we said the exact same thing. Why don't you just take, and Skinny's the one that says it all the time, you guys had these perfect stories why didn't you just make these into uh, movies so definitely oh, yeah yeah that's true my quote is you had all this material yeah yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. to do the wrong thing yeah so <laughs> definitely the best and then by by definition my favorite it is actually that and batman the animated series are the first two things i watched yeah. as animated so i think x-men would also be my favorite tied with mm. the justice league yeah because the justice league again is one and i say that because it's essentially the same thing Justice League is the same thing in the X-Men in the sense that you got all the right characters. You didn't screw up any characters. Sure, some people could argue, oh, I wish it would have been a different Green Lantern or yeah. something like that. Whatever. Take that aside. That's that's real need nerd picking at that point. Yeah. Um, and then another notable... Oh, there was, which was the other one I wanted to... <laughs> the Earth's Mightiest Heroes was uh, well, another notable mention. I think Earth's Mightiest, yeah. That's that's what it is right there. It's, it's yeah, my, my, my yeah. favorite team ups i would say i'm biased but i would say really any team up with spider-man <laughs> that's, has to be my favorite that, team that's, up. A, just, that's just a lot having, of teams. that is a lot you're right even even there's a spider-man deadpool you know that yeah um yeah with the cartoon his, yeah there's a when he, spider-man that, is on the agents of shield or whatever he has an episode yeah. called spider pool or something like that. oh okay it's yeah. apparently really yeah. really good i haven't watched it yet yeah, so just his, we all know Spider-Man as a character. He's so dynamic. He's fun. He's, and just because he's this naive little kid mentally sometimes. Yeah. His his interactions with different characters, they just never really take him seriously enough. But that itself poses a challenge with the challenge that they're facing, which makes the story even more of like, you know, he's always proving himself. Yeah. In every story I find, Spider-Man is always out to prove himself. Well, what, and it makes the story interesting. What show is he actually on a team all the time? Or, or are you saying that one when he's with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because he's essentially with someone every week. You're claiming that that's like the, 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 the show. Well, I mean, that Ultimate Spider-Man is a team. But that, you said that was your worst because it was the worst. That one is my worst. And we're going to leave that as my worst. But I guess I'm saying, ah, uh, you're right. Because we're saying individuals, right? Because I'm down and to the, do the individuals the, argument another time. So Yeah. yeah <laughs> we okay. definitely have to so, do it so, another time. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that one. I'll, I'll save that one. <laughs> so, well, for me, I, I'll say, so we did agree. We all ended up agreeing that X-Men was the best. For sure. I mean, yes. we can all say that. I put Justice League very close up there with best. Mm. Very, very close. Because yeah. I think, especially when it gets to Justice League. that away. Yeah. Especially when you get to Unlimited, the amount of characters. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same, it's the same it's, structure. You, you gave us all the the right characters at the right time. You gave us all the best stories you could tell. You you know, you you added some, some much needed diversity to the characters and much needed um background to a lot of the characters uh that's that at at other times was not given for me favorites i would say it's 
um, Young Justice is one of my favorites. Something uh, I want to watch. Still. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't got a chance. I really so want to watch it. Yeah, Young oh. Justice decided to take over the mantle, I felt, of where Teen Titans had done. Mm. Uh, so mm-hmm. Teen Titans leaves, you get Teen Titans go, and then Young Justice comes in, and it's like it pretty much takes over the mantle and does... They're giving us that mature feel yeah, again. Yeah, Teen Titans would be just, just pre-teen... They're pre-teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Young Justice. And what that led me to read the Young Justice co- comic book, which actually has some super interesting storylines, which uh, they touch on in Young Justice. Hmm. So like the Lex Luthor uh, yeah. as the half of the DNA, there's a whole story yeah. arc in the Young Justice comic about a future where you know Lex is essentially runs the Justice League, and it's run, like well, it's, when you say I guess for those listening, when you say Lex Luthor is half of the DNA, he's half of uh, the uh, uh, su- su- Superman uh, Superboy's DNA. Sorry, Superboy's DNA. yes, yes. In the, oh yeah, sorry, that's true because you never watched. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. I mean, and it, that's not. I mean, it's not really a spoiler because in the comic I, book, I would that's end up rewatching. The, if I start watching the show, I'm gonna end up rewatching like five times. Like but, I, yeah, I already that saw the, the, the that itself should make you go, oh, Lex Luthor have DNA with like trust. Yeah, me, it's oh, a really, ju- really Young really Justice. Good show. The the anim. I, I'm. I always. My precursor to any time I watch an animated series is the the sleekness and how good for what they're trying to do. Yeah. And Young Justice, when I saw Young, I was like, oh, whatever, Young Justice. When I saw an episode, I'm like, oh, wow, this is yeah. an amazing, it's it's Batman, X-Men, Justice yeah, League level the, yeah. art. That's that's why I gravitate to right away. And then, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then, so for my favorite, yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, Young Justice is my favorite. I think X-Men and Justice League is the second. And then for worse, I it's, think, uh, I think Hulk. honorable mention for favorites, since I kind of use my favorite up with Spider-Man and everyone, because oh, I yeah, just love ahead. Spider-Man so much. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Oh, oh yeah. Which one, though? Yeah, uh, OG. One? I think I'm going to have to go with OG here. Okay. I'll do honorable mentions to both because the the TNMT one that was in like the two thousands yeah was not the time travel one no no oh, no, okay, no, yeah, no 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 that no, was no. horrible if uh, anything I put that the, on my worst you mean list. the TMNT the the movie forever no 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 they have a cartoon where the Ninja Turtles live in the future oh no fucking no. and it's like no, 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 April no, no. O'Neil's great grandchild no. They're, and they they can they don't have to hide because aliens live on Earth, oh, so no, they they walk noise. around. Screw and, that noise! Yeah, it was really bad. No, there's one called TMNT. Actually, the best Turtles movie is actually based off of that. It's mm-hmm. called uh, TMNT Forever. It's when the 2000s uh, Ninja Turtles meet the original Ninja Turtles, and then you actually go through the different. The it accumulates to them meeting the original black and white. Oh, Ninja wow. Turtles. It's actually an amazing movie. Okay. Um, mm. but the TMNT one was animated cool. movie. Yeah, movie. yeah, okay. completely animated. The thing that's cool about the TMNT, I would say it is the Justice League version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's, it's, it's very adult. Oh, okay. And like Shredder and Krang are like something to really be Turtles nice Forever. That's a, it's a movie. Yeah, but the, the TV show that that's based off, because that's like the the conclusion oh, oh, of the TV show. Okay. okay. So like if you just write TMNT, like they have a whole series. I didn't watch every single one, but like every time I watch an episode, I if I caught it on TV, I stopped doing what I was doing. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, well, guys, that's our best favorite worst. Once again, if you guys are watching this on you or listening to this on YouTube or on FranklinArmstrong.com or anywhere else that you're listening to it, anywhere that you want to leave comments, you can go on FranklinArmstrong.com is the site or hit us up on the YouTube or hit us up on the Facebook page and leave comments and give us ideas for other best favorite worst that we can we do. encourage that. Please do, please do. And, and you know what? Before we end it, shout out Suicide Squad. You used to be on my oh, list. Oh, yeah. And I, hope, and I hope they bring you guys back, you know, 
the right way. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> tangents, exactly. tangents, tangents, tangents. <laughs> yeah. And going into final thoughts, uh, guys, once again, we are doing Despicable Deadpool 2017, issues 287 to 291, written by Gary Dugan and pencil by Scott Koblish. Koblish. Koblish? Koblish. Eh, close enough, Brad. Close enough. Um, Is it two Bs? One B. So K O B L I. I'd say Scott Koblish. Koblish, Scott no. Koblish. There you go. I'll See? let you. I'll let you guys do your final thoughts first. I'm. I'm interested in your guys' thoughts. Yeah. Um. Okay, Tobes. My thought. My thoughts on this. I didn't really like. You know what? My predisposed, um, bias <laughs> to Deadpool was definitely. I would say taken apart a bit reading this. At first, I was like, oh, you know, like Doc, the first issue, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I see where I see where this is going. I might not like where this is going, but then it kind of just it kept my interest. It showed me a different side to Deadpool that I didn't know existed, and, which is which is really what's good about this. And then for me, as someone who doesn't know a lot about Cable, and like Toby was saying, yeah. you get a lot of exposition about Cable. This mm. gave me a lot about Cable. Like I honestly did not know. 90% of the stuff about Cable. I didn't know his arm had uh, AI. I didn't know. Yeah. I knew his relationship with Hope, but I didn't know how. I didn't know. I didn't know he considered her. It's his actual daughter? Because I, I thought it wasn't his actual I daughter. I think it's, it's. I know that he takes care of her since yeah, he's a kid. Yeah, okay. So okay. I don't know if it's blood, but he considers him, True. her his daughter. I shouldn't say it that way because, you know, you. The world we live in, if you raise a child and you care for that child, the child's entire life, you're the father. You're not just, well, it doesn't have to be by, I actually, I, yeah, really, yeah. No, I think it is because it's Hope Summers and he's Nathan Summers. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Because I always yeah, hear okay, people sorry. describe Hope as his daughter and Hope, when Hope does her whole story arc in the, uh, where, where she's taking on the Avengers at one point. And they they have her on their lock and key, and they're going after Cable, and she they say to her like she she breaks out and does a whole bunch of stuff, and they're just she's just like my father taught me well, and I'm like oh okay, and they oh she always calls Nathan Summers her father, so I, I in my head I was just like oh it's I I didn't realize he was actually like her biological father, but you adopted her, yeah, yeah I don't know, oh, I, I, I that was an old fashioned moment of me assuming that biological father meant because you know in the <laughs> world we live in that could mean you know your sperm donor doesn't mean you're the one that raised the kid, but in any case, but yeah, to, they, they, I mean they also call him the daughter in the movies and stuff, right? Yeah, that in the so yeah, it's you know. I guess it is his daughter. You know? It says that her father is technically unknown, but it was adopted by Cable. Okay, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Not that it mattered, but no. I was just, because I always thought it was actually, I was like, oh, because then in my head, I was just like, oh, so Scott's like your grandfather. And like, no. I was thinking more that, that they were continuing the lineage of the Summers as yeah. to why I brought but that it up. Could be, it could be. You know, you know what I feel is the missed opportunity of this movie is this shouldn't have been Cable versus Deadpool. This should have been Cable coming to get Deadpool's help because Bishop was trying to kill Hope. Ooh, Bring in Bishop. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. But, but that's the thing. That's the one thing that I, they actually haven't touched on in the comic books. I always want to see like a Bishop versus Cable like confrontation yeah, to be like, you, you, you're destroying the timeline. No, you're destroying the timeline. Can I'm trying a, to fix. Can it. we get a better Bishop though? If we're gonna do, yeah, because uh, the guy that played Bishop, uh, I didn't really love that dude. Yeah, but mind you, I think no. it was because it was written horribly. Let's be yeah. That's, anyways, that's a whole yeah, other sorry, sorry, sorry. So back to final thoughts. So final thoughts. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say my before we give the the numbers. I'll say my my uh, quick rendition. Can but th again, this is from the perspective of someone who was reading all of the things that led up to this. Mm. It's a great. It's a great 
conclusion, then break into the next story arc. Mm. And it's a great realignment of the character. In the right. sense that, like, for the last few issues, you were he wasn't as much anti-hero as he was more hero. Mm. And in this one, you're like, no, he is an anti-hero. He's, he's like Ash from Army of Darkness. He's a selfish little prick. Mm. He'll do... He has a conscience for when he fucks someone over. Sure, that's why he's protecting the family. That's really why he's doing it. Because he doesn't want his name to go through the mud. And and then that's it. And then my my grade uh, is somewhere between 3.75 and 4, to be honest. Because the art style was excessively appropriate. The, the, the banter was appropriate. You didn't have any wasted dialogue or wasted word bubbles, which could happen and happens very often um, you know because he had a second voice and now that since that second voice is gone out of his brain there's real no reason to know what he's thinking unless he's fighting he's like thinking of jokes that he's not saying out loud and the and the fact that you know you you learn a bunch about cable and you bring back strife which is a character that a villain that has not been brought back enough because he should be important more important than I didn't know else. anything about Strife till now, and I'm curious as to how he even became Executioner's the song is amazing, dude. It's a, it's from the 90s. That's when he uh, impersonates Cable when he tries to kill Professor X. It's one of the mm-hmm. best story arcs around. Hey, um, so my grade for this, if I'm going to go next year, is going to be a placeholder grade. And I say that because I don't want to give this the highest grade for a Deadpool comic because I don't know any any oh. other runs right mm. so i kind of want to give other runs a chance before giving this one the highest grade so i'm gonna give it a 3.5 not because it doesn't deserve a four but because i think maybe there's probably more to be told you that would catch my interest more than this one did and this one caught my interest a lot i don't know if i recommend it for a beginner i think i got into it because i'm a comic book reader and i can understand that there are things that are told that probably will be explained later but for someone reading Deadpool for the first time. This may not be my first recommendation. I don't know if you'll agree with that, Dave. If you have anything else uh, you recommend, I I with. I completely agree with yeah, your your sentiment. It is it's something that if you don't know anything about Deadpool, it's not. But if if you're someone who at least understands who he is, you can yeah, maybe start. That's, but, that's but, exactly why I was able to get into it. Let, let, I understood let's put it this way: you should listen to this episode and then start reading the issue. Yeah, <laughs> Almost like. Because, like, we don't really... I mean, we give away stuff, but, like, again, with Deadpool, like, he... In some of the... The first issue, it says, I'm going to kill Deadpool, uh, Cable. So, Cable. like, it's not like he doesn't tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, there's, and there's I'm one, like, yeah, right. There's one issue that literally uh, says, in this issue, Cable dies. Yeah. yeah. I like how they did that. <laughs> Which uh, we didn't speak, but it's the old... Well, I, did, yeah, I figured, yeah, I figured yeah, the, yeah. the whole point is let people... Yeah, 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 we can leave that. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm giving it three, three on five. Um, like I said, I think Dugan did a very good job at writing this version of Deadpool. Um, not necessarily better than anyone I've read, but better than most. Um, so, and I, I think that's important because writing a character this, what's the word? Complex. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, complex. Like, as much as he's silly, yeah. he's complex. Man. Yeah. R- writing so, a character. I don't know if complex is the word I would use. I don't think well, Zanely complex. Deadpool. Well, I, 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 I uh, yeah, I I understand why we're using comp- lack of a better word complex. Yeah, only because I'm gonna say layered. Sure. Yeah, fair, I was gonna say fair, that too. Fair. L- layered and complex. I mean, I feel like not they don't they're not synonymous, but in this context, the, the layers are difficult to understand and see through. Sure. Like yeah, you know, yeah. like for every layer of frost you put before in front of the lens, it's harder to see through it. That's what makes mm-hmm. it difficult. So it's a right. difficult it's difficult to write a character like yeah. like Deadpool. 
to write him well. Because you could write a Deadpool story, and like I said, it reads like a five-year-old's fever dream on some opioids or psychedelic drugs sometimes because you're just like, what is going on? But at the same time, when you, as we discussed through this episode, when you pull back and realize the threads and the layers and the complexity to decisions and the actions done, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. I see yeah, why. Yeah, don't think, don't make a mistake and think too much. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's what's important here. Don't try to overanalyze what's happening. Literally, it's t- that's exactly yeah. what, what you're seeing is yeah. what's happening. Yeah. That's it. Enjoy the ride. Don't over it. There's no, there's no second meaning behind what you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> They're saying it. They're putting it on the page. Yeah. There's no hidden lens. <laughs> exactly. Just just go with the flow. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's fun with, with it's facts. Fun Fun's with facts. That's what I... Yeah, fun ride. So fun there ride. you go. So three it. on five, 3.75. 3.74, depending. And then, Tobes, you said... 3.5. Yeah, there you go. That's a good grade. That's what, uh, nine... Uh, Horrible at math. Shouldn't be. I'm an accountant. 10.5? 10.5? 10.75 on Yeah, something 15? like that, yeah. It was all the decimals that always throws me yeah. off when we start throwing those around. I'm on my day off from that <laughs> work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so guys, I think we can easily say we're recommending it. So that's pretty oh, yeah. much the... That's the show. If you guys uh, have enjoyed this, please make sure you uh, subscribe to... Mm-hmm. This wonderful That's Canon, and uh, we're going to be here every two weeks, like we said. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a couple months later, but right now we're recording this in June, but you guys are enjoying it now. And mm-hmm. do we actually want to try a joking prediction? Anything interesting you guys want to try and predict for Wolverine's the Wolverine's going to come back and kill all the other Wolverines impersonating him. Well, okay, well, that one we kind of know. <laughs> he stole the Gambit storyline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wolverine is coming back in September, so if you guys are listening to this, you should be back by now in the Marvel Universe, the main 616 universe uh which was announced recently and his claws heat up now oh i didn't even i you didn't read, read this, it but yeah. i didn't read it yet that's but new, we could have that's, that's, power that's a new power people are saying oh. that, that they're adding so his claws will ha- can, can heat up to like red hot white hot yeah that's stupid it's, it's i know that is because it can cut through anything it doesn't need to heat up yeah that has no <laughs> I know. point oh guys you're preaching to the choir <laughs> the converted if here. anything it makes it more malleable oh, his, you know his, what his, here's my prediction they scrap that it's, it's going to be all retcon. Right right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to bring him back and you're going to find out it's a clone and it's, yeah, something. It's a robot. Yeah. He's not really back. He's so, still dead. Okay, so that's fair. Our October prediction, if you guys are, whatever you guys listen to this, but it's going to be probably after this. It's June now. We're just going to, yeah. I'll say that. It's so more it's important where now. we are now. We're June 2018. And our prediction for this Wolverine story when he's coming back in September is they're going to have to retcon it and figure out how to take away the heated blades because it's a stupid <laughs> idea. There you go. Yeah. So that's the whole show dave do you want to tell people where they can check out your stuff real quick go to square-idea.com where you could research a bit about of just some independent books from from our group uh, we have uh, the fathom that should be out which is already out we have trinity that should already have its printed issue ideally if this is you know, october should happen and yeah and then if you if you you can't wait for the hard copies you could always go on patreon.com uh, research square-idea for the fathoms uh, Trinity, you should find them if you want to to connect or give you some uh, suggestions for the show, or for or if you want to reach out for uh, potentially joining the group because we are always looking for artists to help us. My Instagram is merk underscore witta. That's w i t t a underscore mouth. There you go. And uh, if you yeah. if you guys uh, have already gone to Comic Con, hopefully you've already gotten to see these guys at their table because they're going to be at Comic Con. Right. So this is both a nod to them because they just found out, and uh, in the future, thank you for coming by. Yeah, there yeah. You go. So because you guys have heard about this podcast at the table, and you're now listening to it, and we appreciate you guys tuning into the show. And uh, yeah, uh, Tobes, anything you want to tell the people? 
at that fit dude on Instagram. Y'all see y'all next issue. That's it. That's all. Uh, Brian Holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A-E. And uh, if you want to hit us up on all of our multitude of social medias, it's at a strong Franklin on Twitter and Instagram. And if you guys are uh, looking to listen to these on YouTube, it's tinyurl.com slash Franklin Armstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M. That's also Franklin Armstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M on Facebook. That's the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out. Have a good one. Peace.